All right, well, welcome back to our study in systematic theology. Uh, we are on number session number 37 tonight, uh, Contemporary Miracles, question mark. Um, or, um, as it says on our sheet, our miracles for today. We're kind of wrapping up a session, a uh, series of sessions here on the Holy Spirit, and this kind of relates a little to that. And then uh, we'll be moving on to uh, other areas next time. Common Grace, it won't be till January, so we're going to take a break here at the end of the year, and uh, our next session will be on January 9th. Um, but yeah, we're going to follow our usual format. I'm going to, by way of introduction, read an article that's helpful to uh, introduce us to what we're looking at, and then we will pause, watch our video, we'll come back, we'll go through our overview of what we learned uh, in the video, and we'll look at our, our questions and, and our discussion questions uh, and then we can open the floor to any discussion that we want to uh, finish up with. All right, so here's our article. Before we finish our brief look at the person and work of the Holy Spirit, we need to consider one more gift associated with his ministry, miracles. Do miracles still occur in our day? And is it possible for Satan to perform them? Without a doubt, the majority of professing Christians would answer yes to both questions. According to Scripture, however, we have to disagree with this assessment. We do not mean by this that God does not answer prayers today or that His supernatural work does not continue. We see people healed in response to prayer and converted by His Spirit. Yet we also need to think about the proper distinction between miracles and His ongoing supernatural works. Theologians have a strict definition of miracles. A miracle, properly speaking, is an extraordinary work performed by the immediate power of God in the external perceivable world, which is an act against nature that only God can do. For example, resurrections and floating axe heads. Consider this way, it seems clear that miracles are not occurring in the present. The first line of evidence for this is the fact that, despite all claims to the contrary, we do not see miracles in the strict sense happening today. Some claim to be resurrecting the dead or causing amputees to grow brand new limbs, but no person making such claims has been able to provide confirmation. Second, and more important, Scripture's presentation of the purpose of miracles indicates that they are not occurring in our day. Hebrews 2, 1-4 says that miracles were given to confirm that the message of the gospel was from God. In other words, miracles in the narrow sense are granted by the Lord to demonstrate that a messenger has been sent by him with his word. Special revelation has ceased, for the foundation of the apostles and prophets for the church has been laid, and once laid, the foundation cannot be laid again, Ephesians 2, 19-22. The Lord said to Moses that he would confirm his word by miracles, Exodus 4, 1 through 9. If we were to see genuine miracles today, we would have to receive the miracle worker's words as being from the Creator. Otherwise, the miracles would not be serving the purpose God has for them. This point is key in answering the question as to Satan's ability to do miracles. If the devil could do, perform true miracles, he would be a teacher from the Lord. He can perform lying signs and wonders, but not true miracles, for he is not a teacher from God. 
and add on here. Uh, here we see that uh, Dr. Sproul notes that there, there's no word for miracle in the original language of Scripture. Our English term miracle translates Hebrew and Greek terms that are more literally rendered as signs or wonders. That shows that miracles are not merely to meet the physical needs of people, but rather to point beyond themselves to authenticate a word from God. The Lord is not delivering a new special revelation, so miracles are not happening. But God still intervenes supernaturally in his creation. All right, so if that was a good introduction. We'll go ahead and pause now and watch our video. All right, we finished our video. Now let's go through our overview and take a look at what we learned this evening. Uh, number 37, our miracles for today. Introduction, miracles are a subject of debate in the church today. Do miracles cease at the end of the apostolic age, or should we expect miracles to occur in the contemporary church? Here we examine in detail some of the issues surrounding the question of whether miracles occur today. Our overview. There are several controversial questions connected to the topic of the person and work of the Holy Spirit. The nature of modern miracles is one of the most interesting. Do miracles end with the close of the apostolic age? Can Satan or his minions perform miracles? Most people believe miracles do continue in the church today and that Satan can do miracles. But is this so? Those who do not believe in the occurrence of miracles today, whether by Satan or anyone else, hold a position that is often misunderstood. What is a miracle? Is it supernatural, or, it can be, or can it be something like the birth of a child? Miracles are unexpected, so expect a miracle is not an appropriate saying, for they cannot be ordinary and expected. Miracles in Scripture were concentrated around certain people, but these flurries of miracles were often hundreds of years apart. The Hebrew and Greek languages do not even have direct correspondence to the word miracle. The concept in theology that we study is one that is taken from three different words, signs, powers, and wonders. John's favorite word for miracle was sign because it signified something very important in Christ's teaching. Example, John 3 in the story of Nicodemus, and also see Hebrews 2. If an agent of revelation uses signs to prove his words are from God, what then happens if another person, such as the devil, can duplicate those signs? The proof would not mean anything. What about those who stand and proclaim they are about to perform miracles? If they are really performing true miracles, we would need to heed what they say and write down every word as truth. Therefore, theologians have given a very tight definition of miracle. Although in a broad sense, God has an ongoing supernatural activity in his church, in a narrow sense, a miracle is an extraordinary work performed by the immediate power of God in the external, perceivable world. It is an act against natural laws that only God can do, such as bringing life out of death or something out of nothing. We do not see these events happening today. Christ was confirmed in his sonship by the resurrection. If Satan could do miracles, how would we know that the resurrection was not done by Satan, 
or that he did not miraculously support the ministry of Jesus, make him appear to be the Messiah, and lead all God's people astray for 2,000 years by such deception. We know because Satan cannot do miracles. What is a lying sign or wonder? It is a fake miracle, an untrue trick. Satan is very clever, but do not give him the ability to do things that only God can do. So let's look at our questions and answers as a review. What word are we discussing that is not a biblical term? Miracle. Scripture uses word for signs, <coughs> wonders, and powers to represent the miraculous. What does the presence of miracles authenticate? Revelation. We believe scripture is truly divine revelation because the messages were authenticated by miracles from God. What was the resurrection a confirmation of? Jesus is the Son of God. The resurrection of Jesus vindicates his claims of divinity. See Romans 1.4, and I've got that pulled up. Romans 1.4, And was declared to be the Son of God in power according to the Spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Can the devil do miracles? No, only the creator of all things has the power to perform the miraculous. What is a miracle? An immediate act of God's power. It is an act against nature that only God can do. How did the reformers respond to Rome's accusation of not having any miracles? They pointed to the miracles of the apostles. The authority of the apostles is proved by miracles which establishes the trustworthiness of Scripture. Right, let's look at our discussion questions. What are arguments behind the position that affirms satanic miracles and modern-day occurrences of miracles? What do we see people claiming today why they believe two miracles are occurring today and why they believe the devil can perform miracles? Do you know anyone that claims that? There are a lot of people out there that do. <laughs> I haven't heard so much of people claiming Satan can. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, about the first part, that the true miracles are happening today. People are being raised from the dead or, or limbs, you know, reappearing, regrown, that kind of thing. But do you know anyone that, that believes that's going on today? We know there are people throughout the world that, that claim to be doing these things. Well, have you seen any of these or heard about any of these like miracle services, right? Like uh, you see, I mean, you see some of them on TV, right? These miraculous healings, you know, you come to the, the service to be healed. and So, yeah, yeah, like Benny Hinn, the, the laying on hands and and fainting and now they're healed from whatever their their disease or cancer or whatever it is um, but I guess the, the question is what what is the what do people claim is the justification for that occurring today the ones that believe it it's occurring today okay well if we go to the Old Testament I mean if you take the New Testament when we, we see the conversion the signs and wonders but in the Old Testament, 
think uh, when God opened the Red Sea mm -hmm. and held the waters back, mm -hmm. well, we see lots of miracles mm -hmm. are, are certainly there. If you take it that it's a it's outside the normal realm of how our world works. Right. It's done by God. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and it kind of suspends or supersedes the natural universe. We see that many times in the Old Testament. So why mm -hmm. why would we say that they don't that they cease just because Christ has come? Well, I don't know that they've ceased because Christ has come, but I think the idea here is that uh, the special revelation is complete, right? So it's the not the the ascension of Christ that miracles stopped, right? Because we know miracles occurred after that, um, but that the apostolic age is is finished and special revelation is complete, canon is closed, and at that point these type of narrow sense, not the broad sense, but narrow sense miracles ceased. Um, but to, to your question about, you were asking about uh, people believing Satan performs miracles. So what I think when I think of that is um, kind of like horror, horror movie style things, right? People believe that Satan is, is messing, haunting, you know, houses, messing with people, moving stuff around supernaturally, that kind of thing. Um, I guess that would probably be the closest thing I can think of of someone I've ever heard claim that Satan can perform miracles because he's doing something that's in opposition to natural laws, right? Um, so that in our sense of our definition, that would be a quote-unquote miracle. Um, now, I, I think Sproul talked about it. It's, it's not that Satan doesn't perform magic tricks. He does. We know he does. Um, he tries to deceive us. Um, but they're they're fake miracles, right? They're they're to trick us, to to fool us into thinking it's a true miracle when it's not. Um. Anyway, so the next question, very next question, is what are the problems with this position? So if you hold the position that miracles in the narrow sense are still occurring today, and that Satan is capable of performing true miracles, not, not magic tricks, not deceptive tricks to make us think a miracle is occurring, but true miracles. What would be the problem with that position? Why would that cause issue? Hmm? Right, so I guess the first part of that would be, does that then get away from the purpose, God's purposes for miracles in the narrow sense? Um, that they are an affirmation of God's revelation uh, to the world and to his people. That would be the first part of that question, right? So if we say that they're occurring today and we believe that that is the purpose we learn from Scripture of miracles... Uh, in the narrow sense, that would indicate revelation is still occurring today, right? That we, anyone who can raise someone from the dead today, we need to write a new book of the Bible with whatever he says, because he's a true apostle, right? Or a prophet. 
because he's been confirmed as an apostle or a prophet because he's performed a true miracle. Um, so that would be the first part of that equation. The second part of that equation is about Satan performing miracles. Now, if we believe he can truly perform miracles, not just tricks, why is that a problem? Well, it complicates things, number one, but also, number two, I think we're forgetting that Satan himself is a, is a creation, right? God is the creator, and Satan is a created creature. Um, so to ascribe to him a, a power, ability, a, a character that, that only God has as a creator is to elevate Satan beyond what he is. Um, now we recognize Satan is definitely more powerful than man, but he is still a creator. I mean, a creation. Um, but then the complication part of it is if he can perform true miracles, and as it was looked at in the video, well, how do we know any of the miracles that were performed and taught of in the Bible were not really miracles of Satan to deceive us, playing games with us? You know, like maybe, um, like he mentioned, what, you know, maybe he did the miracles for, for Christ and, and Christ was just deceiving and pretending to be the Messiah and he's not really the true Messiah because Satan was all behind that performing miracles. Um, so it also complicates things to say that Satan has the power to perform true miracles. <laughs> Satan does have certain Satanic beings, the omnimated demons, okay. do have powers. Now, Correct. I won't call them miracles, and that's what I. That's one thing I don't like about this. We, when we see something that is supernatural, I hate to use that term. That maybe, but you you see something where Satan does something. Um, I wouldn't call that a miracle. I mean, but mm -hmm. I think he has power, and he has power beyond our realm. He he does have some power between us and God. Okay. Or. Um, but the question is, do you believe he has the equal power such that, like, could Satan raise one of us from the dead? I mean, I get what you're saying. Satan certainly is a more powerful creature than man, and I, that's true. And that's why we have to understand, you know, talking about flee from Satan, um, you know, in certain areas. You know, stand firm, but in these areas you flee because we're going to lose, <laughs> right? Satan is more powerful and, and deceptive and tricky than, than man can handle. But... That that's still a far cry from saying he can Satan can create something out of nothing like God can, or that create uh, he can raise you know dead people from the grave. So I think in the narrow sense that's the miracles we're we're talking about. Does that make sense or? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I we're, it wasn't flushed out here in the, in this particular session. Um, yeah. Do I believe in Benny Hinn? Nah. <laughs> I mean, yes, I mean, it, right. there's in the charismatic movement, this everything's a miracle. 
Right. You know, they're, they're, you know, and it is, it is how they validate that God is working within their life. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, I think if you look at their system, their theology, they need these supernatural, supposedly supernatural things to see that God is working. And that's what I see a lot of the charismatics is they, they, they don't have the faith to say that God works um, without, they've got to have miraculous. Yeah. Like so, he can work through his own creation to do things. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but yet I believe that God does heal the day. So mm-hmm. is that, I think that's a miracle because it's a, if you take the definition, it's the suspense of this natural world order Mm-hmm. And God intervenes and does something that's outside of that, our normal natural law. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't take that position that God doesn't heal people today. I mean, we hear stories all the time of doctors being confounded. They have no understanding or clue how someone healed from something that should have been terminal or should have been yeah. uncurable. Um, so I certainly wouldn't deny that. Um, but I do think that's different than what I guess would think of as kind of a, a pronouncement miracle, right? And, and uh, uh, something that's done for the authentication of uh, the person, you know, supposedly performing or, or participating in the miracle. So I would say just something going on internally inside someone's body to me would be a little different than Benny Hinn being up on the stage and laying his hand on somebody and say, look, I just healed this person. To me, that, those are two different things. Um, I don't know. Am I, am I making any sense there? Or? Well, <laughs> I'm understanding that it's broad versus narrow. Well, even to say that maybe there was something supernatural that occurred inside the, the body that God did to heal a person, right? If you called that a, a narrow sense of, of miracle, you could say, well... If it was supernatural, then even in the narrow sense, wasn't it a miracle? Um, but, of course, number one, you get in the argument, well, how do we know it was supernatural? How do we know God didn't use natural causes within the body and accelerate those natural causes and heal the person? It very well could have. We'll never know the answer to that. Um, but even if he did do something supernatural inside uh, the body, uh, it, it when it has occurred, when I've heard about these instances of people seemingly healed from something they shouldn't be healed, and it's never a circumstance where someone is proclaiming to either perform miracles or to be a prophet of God or to have a word from God. Uh, it, it's more of an internal thing. It's not a public thing. Um, it, takes, it takes a miracle... For a person to come to Christ, I mean, it, it well, takes, he, I mean, he talked about that, right? Is, right? is some people define define God working, you know, supernaturally in His church and in His people, um, as that counts as, as miracles as well, right? Um, so, yeah, first, first we have to come up with an agreement on what we mean by miracle, but um, but I guess I look at it as okay. So, if you have, say, a prophet or apostle and, and um, biblical times that we agree that is a, a genuine prophet or apostle. 
right? And they and they given a word of revelation, and there's been either they performed a miracle or there were miracles surrounding the situation. And we looked at that as authentication of they yeah, this really is a prophet. This really is a apostle. Um, someone comes along today, says the same thing. Hey, I'm I'm a prophet of God. I'm an apostle of God. And here, look at this this miracle that confirms that I'm a prophet or apostle of God. Do we see that today? Genuinely, I mean, people can lie about stuff, but genuinely, do we see that today? Well. So that, that goes to, is the canon closed? Right, it does. And, and these, in, in the charismatics, say, no, it isn't. Correct. Revelation is still continuing, whether that's revelation of extension, giving application to God's Word, really writing things into God's Word. Right. So, and so, which is obviously wrong. I mean, I believe the canon is closed. Well, I guess I could think of it this way. Like, um, again, it all comes to how broad or narrow our our definition of miracle is. But if you have someone that says that they believe they were in a situation, and I know many of us have this experience, right? That they felt they were spiritually protected in in some way. Something, you know, they they should have died in that car crash, or you know, whatever. But they felt like maybe they, they had spiritual protection. Maybe an angel was watching over them, or in some way God was watching over them. Is that a miracle, right? So depends on your definition of miracle, right? So I'm sure that person would probably tell you they felt like that was a miracle in their life. Um, that they should they feel like they should be dead. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, if that if that's where you're getting at, I, I would agree with you. I don't think we should shy away from saying those things occur, those things happen. Um, I think God does spiritually protect His people. Um, all right, let's look at our final question. Um, Though the Bible teaches that Satan and his followers can do false signs, are these real miracles? What is the narrow definition of a miracle? And that's kind of what we've been talking about here. Yeah, and again, it, it comes down to our definition of miracle, but um, to suggest that Satan can do things that only God can do is, is problematic. Um, so if that's what we mean by Satan doing real miracles, that's a problem. And that, I guess, as we talked about, the narrow definition of miracle being that which only God can do. Well, I mean, I think it's been a good discussion. Any, any other thoughts we want to expound upon on the matter? I guess I've been interested in what is what powers does Satan have? You know. Well, he has obviously has angelic power, right? Because he was an angel, right? right? So, um, and, and he yeah. was the chief angel, right? So, no, but he's not God. He's still a, a, a creature. He's not God. Um, so, yeah, I would argue, yes, he has angelic powers for which he uses for his evil purposes. Um, 
so then we get into okay, what's what's an angelic power, right? So. Yeah, I man, I, I think that would have helped this definition to have the, not you, but uh, you know that Sproul had to to have defined and opened that up. Mm-hmm. You know, like what what are the powers that angels have? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why why did I wake up? when I was falling asleep at night on a road and didn't go off the side of the cliff. Oh, right. Um, what caused you to wake up? Yeah. You know, it, it could be that God, there was a road. I mean, I, I don't know. We, we do attribute that many times as God's hand. Right. Um, did it take a real miracle? You know, Well, and that's was, where the question is, right? I mean, uh, God can work through his, his, creation his physical world without bending or breaking the laws and still work through it that's right but Uh, is god act is anything god does any act of god a miracle or do we define it as only when he acts in a way that he actually just breaks and violates the physical natural laws as he's created them right so that's the more narrow definition of miracle so one person would say God prevented me from going off that cliff. That's a miracle. And then another person would say, well, no, I don't see how that was supernatural. It wasn't a miracle. (laughs) I guess I always believe that God has angels on the four corners of my car. But (laughs) that's a little... (laughs) But... um, That's fine. Four corners. Interesting. No, it's an interesting topic and good, good discussion, I believe. Um, but I, I think we can all agree that uh, revelation, special revelation is, is finished, canon is closed, and therefore there are certainly no miracles occurring to authenticate a new word from God today. Um, and as you've mentioned, some in the charismatic movement claim that. So Right, yeah. It's... All right, well, um, let's wrap it up. Don, do you mind saying a prayer for us? Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you this evening, this time to uh, explore some uh, how you work in our world today. Uh, Give us wisdom and understanding uh, about that. Let us be in awe of what you do do for us. Um, uh, We thank you for how you provide for us and uh, in an everyday manner to uh, provide us with what we need to eat and breathe and live and we thank you for you changing our heart and you sanctifying us and drawing us closer to you uh, we do thank you for you raising Jesus from the dead so that we would have our sins uh, wiped out and uh, paid for. We, we thank you for our church here and our elders and our uh, our deacons and the fellowship that we have. We pray you would help us to stay uh, on track, that we will be obedient to your word. We do pray for the growth of individuals within our church and um, pray that you would Watch over the children, the the young ones that are here. 
as they listen to David, as they listen to their parents. Uh, may you, uh, in your graciousness, uh, open these children's hearts to come to, to, to a saving knowledge of Christ. Uh, we pray for our children too, as they go out and about in the world and as they grow from teenagers into adulthood, that you would protect their souls and their hearts and you would keep them uh, loving you and wanting to serve you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.